What is going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. Man, what a week it's been. Uh, I actually just got back from northern Michigan. I think the town was called Frankfurt. I was calling it Frankfort and got made fun of. It's Frankfurt and we were on Lake Michigan right next to Crystal Lake because our company does a huge celebration event every year. And this year was supposed to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. We were so pumped for that. There's supposed to be like 15,000 people there. Obviously with everything going on with COVID, it got canceled and we did an online event. So one of my buddies, who I'm not even financially linked to in this business, but we've just used each other for such accountability and our, our moms are best friends. Uh, his name's Tyler Walter, and he's on one of the episodes. I think he's episode number five, but he decided to get a bunch of people together for this event at a beach home in northern Michigan, and we basically just spent a few days masterminding, doing sessions, tuning into our uh, online celebration. We had a bunch of events. We went out kayaking. We hiked through these awesome sand dunes that were just like mountains, and my calves were sore in such a weird way after, and we all got to the end. And there's a ton of bros, such a variety of people that we were with, a ton of bros. And as we got to Lake Michigan, it's freaking ice cold. And just one by one, we started beating our chest and diving in. And everyone was just screaming because it was so cold. But it was an awesome week. And just really cool to get out and get out of Connecticut, really, and go do something for once because we've been on such lockdown. So learned a lot and came off extremely focused. Um, I feel like I'm, I was talking to one of my friends about this other day. I'm so past the point of strictly motivation. Like motivation only gets you so far. From there, you need to form the habits to become successful. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in this episode and the topic that I have for you today. But I just came back so focused and really determined to revamp the systems we have for our business and for our team. So I've been at work at that all week and my voice I don't know if you can tell by the sound, but it hurts right now because I created this new webinar and it took me multiple, multiple times to get it right and bring the right energy. And by the end, I just felt like I, my vocal cords feel like someone ripped them out and stomped on them in the concrete and then put them back in. So bear with me throughout this episode, but I have a great topic for you today and I'm excited to talk about it. And before I get into that even, so uh, again, this has been growing rapidly so grateful for everyone that's listening, so grateful for everyone that's been sharing. And, you know, if you've been getting value, just hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating so we can reach more people because the small group of people comparatively to what we're able to reach has been impacted in such a, an amazing way by the, these episodes and some of the guests we're bringing on. And that's what the purpose is, to pay this forward and reach as many people as possible and make the biggest impact as possible. So, Thank you guys for the love again, and, and just keep paying this thing forward. But getting into our topic today, so when I landed in Michigan, one of Tyler's teammates, his name's Caden, 19-year-old from Indiana, really awesome kid and just so far ahead of his time. And I see a lot of myself in him because when I was that age, 
I had such big dreams and goals and ambition. And it's hard to get other kids who are 18, 19 years old to see the vision when they're just getting into college and they think their degree is going to serve them the rest of their life. And they're going to get this dream job and that they're going to get rich and, and live an amazing lifestyle. And on top of that, all the distractions when you're that old, uh, the most important thing is really partying and girls and what you're doing on the weekend. And I commend this guy for how focused he is in the, in the mindset he has. But he was just picking my brain. We had about a three-hour ride together from the airport to where we were staying in uh, on Lake Michigan, which we definitely went a, a complete fuck-around way. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the hell was going on. But he was picking my brain, and we were just talking about this business. And, you know, just a lot of people aren't there yet mentally. And he was talking to me specifically about a prospect he was talking to. And he was like, he was ready to go. But this is his exact words. He was like, yeah, we talked, man. He was all excited, but he just lizarded out. He lizarded out. And I'd heard this term before because I'll, I'll credit Tyler and his team, especially Richard Lin, the king of Taiwan, because uh, they, they've done such a wonderful job of bringing an awareness to this concept. And Seth Godin in the book Lynchpin that I'm reading right now really breaks it down in such a fantastic way. But Caden told me this guy lizarded out. And I was just, knowing what that meant, I was just so impressed that these guys understand why people bail and back out and give out, give up on their dreams and ghost you in a way. <clears throat> and it's because of the lizard brain. All right, the lizard brain. So if you guys aren't familiar with it, um, the lizard brain is the most ancient part of our human brain. The amygdala is, is what it actually is called, but we refer to it as a lizard brain. And the sole purpose of this portion of the brain is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Very primitive purposes. And it's in charge of your fight or flight response. It's in, in charge of feeding, in charge of fear, freezing up, uh, reproduction, fornification. It's, its sole purpose is to, is to guide you to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So in... In prehistoric times, right, or when we were first uh, humans on this planet and evolving, this served us with an immense purpose because it allowed us to react to a threat immediately and automatically, and this gave us that split-second advantage that was necessary to for, for us to survive as a species for over millions of years. And it served a purpose, right? Like, you see a tiger in the wild, you run. Like, you, you see, look around and see all of your tribesmen running one way. You run too. You don't just sit there and try to figure out what's going on. It's that fight or flight response. And um, it, it served us in that time. But as time has evolved, those threats have gone away. Realistically, we don't need to worry about getting eaten by a tiger in today's day and age, right? Uh, we don't have to worry about fears that we had in nature because they just aren't realistic. We've got, we're at the top of the food pyramid now. And it just doesn't serve us to have that type of fear. So today, this amygdala um, or lizard brain it hurts us more than it helps us, right? Because we still have these fears and we have this seek pleasure, avoid pain and this flight or fight response, but it's evolved into something that has nothing to do with the original intention of this, this portion of the brain was when it used to serve a purpose. So going back to my story here, Caden's talking about how this guy lizarded out, right? And when presented with an opportunity like we have or presented with any life-changing opportunity, when you have the the option to use some type of vehicle to pursue your dreams and you're given enough time to think about it, your lizard brain oftentimes is going to talk you out of it. If, if you take too long to take action, your lizard brain is going to talk you out of it. 
And it's because of these primitive instincts, right? You're presented with an opportunity that can change your life and achieve your dreams. And that sounds amazing, right? Like who doesn't want the life of their dreams? But then that lizard starts talking to you, right? They're like, well, John, you know, we're pretty comfortable right here. Who are you to think that you can go and change the world? Who are you to think you can write a book and start a podcast, man? Just just relax, live life a little bit, um, enjoy life, lay back, you know, don't go too much, don't put yourself out there. What if people start rejecting you? And what if people tell you no? And what if people think you look stupid when you present this opportunity to them? It's probably better if we just kind of lay back here and avoid the pain that's gonna come with all that rejection and all of that change that we're gonna have to go through. Right here is comfortable. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's that lizard brain talking to you. And uh, what I loved this weekend, and I'm going to get into how to beat the shit out of that lizard, <laughs> but I loved that Caden said that, and he was aware of the fact. A lot of people think it's them, especially when they're presenting an opportunity to other people. That's the problem. But it's really ourselves, and a lot of people aren't aware of that lizard brain and let it get the best of them. So Caden knew, and, and throughout the weekend, watching Tyler train his team and a lot of the things they were talking about, the lizard kept coming up. And he actually had everyone name their lizard, and I named mine Peter. Um, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to offend anyone, but my lizard's name's Peter. So the first step is really awareness, is knowing that that talk happens and knowing that it doesn't really serve a purpose. Knowing what its purpose was helps us understand that it's just the most ancient part of our brain trying to keep us from uh, experiencing pain. It's really that. And he, and he did such a great job of preframing it because especially when you're building a team, you're doing something that's against the grain and you're bringing a lot of people into a movement uh, like we do in network marketing. People that you talk to are going to talk themselves out of it because they fear that rejection and that perceived pain of what's going to happen when people tell them no. And it's easier for them to go the seek pleasure route, right? Play it safe with the nine to five. Stay at your job. People, you know, you get you get a nine to five corporate job and people treat you like you're on top of the world because that's what the norm is. And so it's easier to go that route and just blend in and not stand out too much. Do just enough so that you don't get fired um, and, and and do just and, and your employer's going to pay you just enough so that you don't quit. Right. And, uh, you know, spend the weekends with your friends drinking and watch Netflix and enjoy those foods that aren't serving your health goals and are making you overweight, but you still, <coughs> excuse me, you still are doing that path anyway because you're seeking pleasure. Like think about a lizard. If a lizard sees, fuck, I don't even know what eats lizards. That's a great question. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's say a snake, I guess. That's the first thing I can think of. If a lizard sees a big snake coming by, it's gonna get the hell out of there, right? It's gonna run. It's avoiding that pain, fight or flight. But if a lizard sees a nice juicy bug sitting there on a log, it's just not going to even think. It's going to eat it. It's, it's seeking that pleasure. And it's the same thing that we do as humans. And it's so important to understand how this works. And for at the individual level, it's so important to understand because sometimes we postpone ourselves from going after our dreams or going after our goals because we're so worried and, and we let that lizard brain get the best of us. We let our lizard talk us out of what we really want in life because it's it's based off what would have worked millions of years ago is to keep us safe. That It's really just trying to keep us safe, but those threats that it's keeping us safe from really don't exist anymore. They just don't exist. It, it, the threats that it perceives are pain equals rejection and pain equals social exclusion and pain equals looking like a fool in front of your peers, right? But 
when you really take action and you get told no, you realize it really doesn't, it's not that painful. Like it's in our mind and the anticipation we build up of all this pain that we're going to endure from getting told no or being rejected. But I remember back when, when I, when I first dealt with my first mass wave of rejection with the textbook buyback business we had in college, standing outside a lecture hall and getting told no throughout my college career, at least 10,000 plus times when I was trying to buy people's books, but it'd be like, Hey man, we're doing textbook buyback. I can actually offer you 50 bucks for that book that you just finished your final for. Um, and I have the cash in my hand in the flyers, just leave it at that. Some people be like, no, nah, I'm good. They'd walk away. Now people will build up in their mind that this person's going to look at them and be like, oh my God, you fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? You're really buying this book. You're, I, I can't believe that you asked me. No, absolutely. I will not sell you this book. And then they're going to go home and start a social media troll page on how stupid you are and how, how dumb you are and make fun of you and make it their life's mission to just poke holes at you. And it just doesn't work that way. And don't get me wrong. Some people are going to give you harsher rejection than others, but really isn't that much pain in it once you get going. It's really the anticipation. But anyway, at an individual level, it's so important to understand this lizard brain, why it's functioning the way it does and how it doesn't serve us anymore and to not let that lizard beat you. But on a team building perspective and when you're doing something like network marketing or building a sales team or building a business, you need to understand that everyone has that lizard, right? And when you understand when they make decisions like ghost you or they stop showing up or their energy falls to zero or they quit, um, it's, it's nothing to do with you and has everything to do with them going that route of, uh, route of least resistance. They're, they're seeking pleasure and they're avoiding pain. So what my buddy Tyler has done so beautifully is gotten his team to understand the lizard brain, not only for themselves so that when they're facing doubt and when they have that negative self-talk, they're able to eliminate it um, themselves and keep pushing forward, but also understand with other people because people get so hung up, they, they, they can't wrap their head around why someone uh, thought an opportunity was so great, but then the next moment they fell off the face of the earth, right? They had a Houdini disappearing act after a day uh, after you talked to them when they were so excited. But understanding this lizard brain and understanding how it works for people keeps you pushing forward because you understand you're not the problem and everyone has this lizard. So how do we beat the shit out of the lizard, right? Uh, how do you how do you eliminate that lizard? Well, from my experience so far, I'll, I'll tell you the lizard is never truly eliminated. However, this is what happens once you're aware, right? You listen to this podcast, you you have awareness of what this lizard is now, and when you go after something new and you have that talk of, all right, all right, Richard, uh, are you sure you want to do this, man? I think it's better off we just stay here. Uh, you're not designed for success. You're not designed to be rich. Who do you think? Look at how you grew up. Look at how your parents grew up. You're, you're from a generational uh, background of mediocrity. Just play it safe, man. When that starts happening, you know it's your lizard. And you can basically just say, shut the fuck up, lizard. Uh, you don't control me. And eliminate that self-talk and replace it. So the lizard will always pop up. But once you're aware of it and you can the key really is to just shut the fucking lizard up and stuff a sock down his throat as soon as you can and as soon as he starts talking or she starts talking. And having a name for it's great too because you can separate yourself from the lizard. So when I hear that voice, I know it's Peter talking. It's not John, it's Peter. And Peter can kick fucking rocks. Peter can uh, take a fucking hike, right? Um, and when you separate it, 
it makes you feel better knowing it's not truly you and it's not what you consciously want. It's your subconscious, which is a separate part of you. So separate that lizard. First step is awareness. Second step, name that lizard and separate it. But how can you beat it, right? So I mentioned before how motivation only gets you so far. And I feel like motivation is designed to get the kickstart, to be a kickstart and to get the ball rolling, right? Um, but it's, it's going to wear out eventually. But how do you keep that new identity and that new path you're on alive and going? Well, the key is, is to use that motivation long enough to start forming a habit. When you do something consistently enough, it becomes like tying your shoes. It becomes like waking up and brushing your teeth. It becomes like driving, to, driving your car. Sometimes you, you get from A to B and you don't even remember the drive there. You, you use that motivation to form the habit. So what happens a lot of the times, like with my business, someone will be really excited. They'll be ready to change their life and they'll go out and change the world. Um, what the key is, is to use that excitement and motivation to immediately take action and start doing the things that are going to become habitual in your life. So if that means sharing your opportunity with five people a day, get to work every day. Use that motivation, whatever it is, to share with five people a day because after... 20, 30, 40, 50 days, it's not—it's just going to be something you wake up and you really do. You, you, you don't even think about it. It's just something that you do and it's something that's part of you. So my first step in beating the lizard, um, you're aware, you separate it, and you're motivated. The motivation can beat the lizard in the short term, but to beat the lizard in the long run, you have to form the habit. So use that motivation uh, as fuel to begin building the habits. And then once the habits are there, they'll become your identity and that will take over, right? Another thing is don't judge yourself. Um, when, when we judge ourselves and we start comparing ourselves uh, and we're thinking about how we never lived that way or no one in my family did or no one around me has lived that way, that's when the lizard starts beating you. Have no judgments. Everyone who's done amazing things in this life has gone through extreme adversity and, and gone, over, um, gone, th gone through extreme challenges. And I think there's this rule that the third generation always squanders the wealth built in the family, right? And in my opinion, coming from not a lot is a major, major advantage because you have the hunger and the drive necessary to go out there and get after it. Don't let the fact that no one's done it before you stop you because most people who achieve results on the highest level come from not a lot, right? So don't judge yourself or compare yourself because A, you have no idea what, what's going on behind the perfect illusion of someone's social media or Someone who's succeeding at a high level, you haven't seen all of the, the story, right? You can't judge the glory without looking at the story. And uh, it's so true, guys. So just don't judge yourself in that process. Another big thing is, um, I, I think, to accept all ideas, right? So when you're accepting of all ideas and understanding that there's no such thing as a wrong idea, right? Some, some ideas are better than others, but all ideas are ideas and there's validity to all of them in, in some way, shape or form, right? So when you have a good idea or have an idea, but you're not sure it'll work, um, just accept it, right? Play along, accept it and dream. And, and this will help you overcome that lizard talk, right? Because what happens is you have an idea and the lizard starts chiming in right away and that's what talks you out of it. But if you could just accept an idea, take it for what it is and really work through like how, how could this work and really think about it objectively and, ex and and be accepting of all ideas that helps you work through the lizard a huge one i have a couple more here stop making excuses 
we make so many motherfucking excuses, man, that we talk ourselves out of everything. And I love the book Seller Be Sold by Grant Cardone. It's we're either selling people or we're being sold, no matter what it is. And with your business, even, you're selling people on it and to join it. Or, or like when I'm talking to someone on my team, they're selling me on how they're going to go out there and crush it and, and build this. Or they're selling, on me, selling me on why they can't do it. Either way, they're selling me, right? And we're master salesmen, all of us. You might not think you are, but look at some of the excuses you make. You, you, people come up with some pretty spectacular excuses as to why they can't do something. And they're literally selling as they do that, right? So convert that selling, sell or be sold, right? Take that selling and use it to your advantage. Stop making excuses of why you can't do something and figure out the ways that it's possible and, and figure out how you can make it happen, happen rather than uh, focusing on why it's not possible for you. Another one, this is huge, guys. Act first, think later. People think they need to be so prepared to start a business or start a new idea or begin something. The people I've encountered and when I've had the most success in my life has been from just taking massive fucking action and figuring it out as I go. Because when you take that action, you get it, it, instead of just dipping your toe in the water, you're doing a fucking cannonball into the deep end. And now you got to figure out how to swim, right? And when you act first, you get the ball rolling and then you're almost forced to figure the things out as you go, right? You start a network marketing business and your team starts growing and then you have to figure out the systems and you got to figure out how to get better because these people are counting on you. So when you act first, you give that lizard less time to talk and, and talk you out of it and give you all these ideas. And basically, uh, you don't allow yourself to sell yourself on why you can't do it. You eliminate it right away. You get to work. And then you realize how things really aren't that scary, how there's not that much pain. And the process of fulfilling your dreams and achieving your dreams is a lot of fun. So just take action. And we always say, Ignorance on fire is more powerful than knowledge on ice. Action always trumps inaction, and done is better than perfect. So just take action, and that will severely inhibit your stupid fucking lizards yapping in the back of your head. Um, uh, the last one, guys, is do not be afraid to fail. Now, I know failure, fear of failure is one of the biggest failures out there. So it's like, okay, great, don't be afraid to fail. Well... What the hell am I supposed to do with that? Well, this this all comes down to mindset, really, um, and reframing how you view life. For me, once I was introduced to entrepreneurship, my mind shifted, and I realized we get one life. We have one shot to experience this world and do what we will with our experience on this earth, right? And and at the you know what I noticed? It's like you, you see famous people die, right? Like. Kobe Bryant passed away, and he's an extreme, extreme example. He was one of the most influential people on the planet through what he's done in his career, but you don't see a lot of people posting about Kobe Bryant now. You saw a lot of people posting when he first passed away, right? Every single time you went on Instagram, you saw something about him and his daughter everywhere, and this happens with every famous person, but as time goes on, it starts to fizzle out, right? And likewise, can you imagine like being Uncle Rick who just worked a regular job, played it safe, drank a beer every night, uh, got drunk on the weekends, um, and loved the Yankees, right? And when he passed away at the funeral, Aunt Sally is talking about, you know, Rick was a great guy, and he loved the Yankees. Gosh, did that guy love the, love the Yankees. He watched every game. Uh, what a great guy he was. 
But likewise, it's like, what do you want to be fucking remembered as? Um, wh- what's your legacy going to be? And and why? Like, th- it scares the shit out of me thinking I pass away and someone just says he's a great guy. Right? Time goes on, and that's just human nature. But what's your legacy going to be? And looking back, how are you going to feel if you didn't take action because you were worried about what someone would say about you or you were afraid that it wouldn't work? Well, we have so much time on this on this earth. You can fail so many times. What was it, Thomas Edison? It took him a thousand times, a thousand tries or 10,000 tries. I can't think of the exact number before he actually invented the light bulb and he never gave up in the process. And look at that. There, there's a light bulb. Probably you look at where you're sitting right now and there's a light bulb somewhere. Failure is part of the process, guys. You can't be afraid to fail. And the lizard will prevent you from failure because it associates it with pain. But in failure, you learn your greatest lessons. And in failure, you're one step closer to success. And that's just the reality of it. So, guys, use these tips to beat the lizard. Again, in just quick recap, awareness. You know what the lizard is. Name it so you can just shut it the fuck up and separate it from who you actually are. Because a lizard isn't you talking. And then use these tips to eliminate that talk and take action so that eventually that lizard shuts up. And there's always going to be a next level. You're always going to be looking to take things to the next level and the lizard will always be there. But it's all about taming the lizard. That is your goal is to tame it. Because you can't, unfortunately, you can't dig that part of your brain out. I think there'd be serious long-term consequences to pay if you did that. But tame the lizard and stop letting it control your life. That's that. Whew, damn. Well, my voice does, I, I feel my throat feels crazy right now, but um, super pumped, guys. Like, we have so much going on with our business. So, this podcast has been exciting. I, I genuinely look forward to recording these episodes and the feedback you guys have been giving me. So, again, hit the subscribe button, hit that rating, and uh, challenge you guys this week. Monitor your lizard and shoot me a DM when you notice that lizard speaking up and what you named your lizard and what you plan to do moving forward to silence it. This stuff is so important, guys, and there's so much I'm going to cover over uh, however long this podcast lasts. I've, I could see it going on for years. I, I have no idea, and it's going to be cool to look back and see these episodes. But we're just going to give you little things like this, genuine value to improve your life. You can use the, the lizard appears everywhere. So I'm giving you the tools and the sledgehammer to bash the little fucker's brains out <laughs> and, uh, you know, just step by step piece by piece, take control of your life. Um, All we should be focused on is getting 1% better every day. You get 1% better every day, guess what? After an entire year, you're 365% better, right? How crazy is that? So just a little bit of improvement every day, and these are the things you can do to improve yourself. So with that, guys, thank you for tuning in this week. Super pumped for where we're headed, super pumped for where we're going. And uh, just so pumped to continue bringing you guys value. So thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Have a great day, guys. 